0: to uh to another episode another episode of just the headers uh we, we introduce is brought to you by d <laughs> and uh you guys all know jesse jesse say what's up hey everybody uh Jesse is a resident uh expert in all things <laughs> he can do anything nunchucks bow staff. Cleaver, Cleaver, chains. Yeah, he Jesse was the inspiration behind Spawn's chains. So, uh, I wouldn't fuck with Jesse. But anyways, today, today's this this show's about headlines, right? So, um, there's headlines in the crypto ecosystem now, um, and there's so many that. We aggregate them and then we pick ones that we think would be neat to talk about and present to you guys that listen to things on the network, and then uh, and that's how this works. It's just the headers. It's a play on words. Uh, so before we dive into it, there is one thing I like to mention to you guys. Uh, paying attention over uh, on the West Coast, there is a there's a conference. For you to go to, there's a there's a conference you need to check out, all right, and that is the Crypto Summit. Uh, it's October 22nd, and I think it's a like 22nd through the 24th. Pre-registration takes place from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. on the expo floor, at the concourse hall, in the L.A. Convention Center. So, um, yeah, go check out the Crypto Summit. It's a pretty large thing. It's a pretty large event. Um, I think it's going to be a mixture of like a consumer slash technical conference. So a little bit of everything for a little bit of everyone. Jesse, you ever been to a conference before? Mm, Yep. Which one?
1: I've been to a medicine conference and I've been to a robotics conference.
0: A medicine conference. What do they do there? Just hand out pills?
1: Yeah, they hand out uh, pens oh. with like pharmaceutical companies' names and drugs. Just lots of, lots of names that start with Z, Zestrin, <laughs> Zanol. Just random, <laughs> random stuff that they're trying to push.
0: Lots of Z drugs. Somebody should switch the game and release like M drugs, or O drugs, <laughs> or Q drug. Seems like it would be catchy now what's uh the blue pill viagra see v drugs v drugs catch on is such a hard sound V. <laughs> anyways uh let's get into these headlines right for for you the people oh, dude, we'll do that well first i got to get myself set up here as well a lot of windows open for some reason Something about Venezuela keeps popping up, but whatever. Okay. So, the first article of the day comes to us from last weekend. Uh, That'll be October 6th. And uh, it's a Bitcoin.com special. Uh, And this is written by Lubomir Tassif. It has 1,514 eyeballs that have been on it. And it says the EU budgets one million Euros to monitor crypto. So they're watching. Let's 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 read a little bit. Let's read a little bit here. The European Securities and Markets watchdog, ESMA, has dedicated over one million Euros to finance the monitoring of developments in the crypto sector. Also, in this daily this saturday wyoming legislators are working on bill that would facilitate the provisions of banking services to crypto and blockchain companies and according to a new survey wall street institutions are more optimistic about bitcoin than crypto community members active on social media that's a first i don't know if i trust that survey that survey seems like it's full of shit you know what i mean Wall Street's more enthusiastic than crypto enthusiasts?
1: Because they're gonna they're gonna latch onto it. They're gonna put the whole traditional banking system right on top. The whole traditional security system right on top.
0: Are you being yeah. sarcastic or are you being for real?
1: I'm being for real.
0: But it's not gonna be on top in any way sees coming. Any any way anyone sees coming, you think?
1: Banks banks are gonna be insuring uh crypto exchanges. So essentially, it's just going to be like you're going to have you're going to have this digital number running, you know, how much USD, for example, like, you know, Tether has because Tether's Tether needs to look for a new bank, right?
0: Yeah, but I thought it wasn't because they got fired. They fired their bank.
1: Their bank went under. Remember?
0: Yeah, but their bank went under because they left. Right?
1: Is that really why the bank went under? I mean, the bank we read
0: a couple weeks ago, right?
1: The bank only sold for like, like a few million, right, or a million.
0: I like how we throw out these very large numbers, like we're rich as fuck. But
1: no, no, no. no, The bank
0: only sold for a milli. I mean,
1: well, I mean, it's a bank. Banks normally don't. I don't think they sell for.
0: I get it. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's weird being in crypto, throwing out these large numbers. Or I guess they're not that big after all. But yeah, I think the way we read it is they lost Bitfinex and Tether as a customer, so then then they were going under. And audience, I would like to let you guys know, I am under the weather, so if I don't sound normal, that's why. But I just want to get that out of there. But go ahead, Jesse.
1: No, so I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, isn't don't you have the feeling that traditional finance and Everything is just going to sit kind of on top or kind of yeah. be the underpinning or the bedrock for crypto.
0: I think they definitely are, and I think they're using smart contracts to not change anything, they're just gonna really upgrade their back end systems and pass none of the profits on to the, the people. They're gonna take all the profit, but then again, people don't care. So that's just my uh, two cents. Sorry, yeah, that's my. 0. 0.0001 bit coin. <laughs> so wait, how many? 0.000. 0002. That's your two bits. Yeah, two bits. Absolutely. Anyways, next article. That's my segue today. I'm just singing us in. <laughs> so, here's another article from Bitcoin.com. Bitcoin.com has some catchy articles because we we click too much of Roger Ferris bullshit, but <clears throat> Our homeboy Kai Sedgwick coming in with four thousand three hundred ninety-six eyeballs. Bitfinex strongly refused the insolvency claims. We were just. <laughs> Big Bitfinex has vigorously refuted claims that it and its tether stablecoin are on the brink of insolvency. Rumors have surrounded the opaque exchange for over a year but have intensified in the past month. Bitfinex is not insolvent, and a constant stream of medium articles claiming otherwise is not going to change this asserts a strongly worded denial. So, Bitfinex comes out with guns ablazing. That's what it says in the article. They ain't ain't fucking around. Rumors of Bitfinex and Tether's potential insolvency have been swirling through the cryptosphere in recent days. Such has been their ver... Virality that the normally uncommunicative exchange has taken the step of breaking its silence in a blog post published today, which would be last Saturday. BiffinX emphatically refuted all such unfounded claims and took aim at critics who are, quote, quick to scream insolvency, seeming with little understanding of what this concept means and what they are generally talking about. Dang! Biffinex is saying, fuck y'all. Fuck all y'all. That's what they're they're saying in a nutshell. So, as proof, Bitfinex has posted the address of its BTC, ETH, and EOS cold wallets. They contain almost 1 billion of Bitcoin core. Oh, wow. I forgot what website I'm on. Ignore that. They contain a billion dollars of Bitcoin, (laughs) 400 million dollars of Ether, and 200 million dollars of EOS. Uh, So what is that, One point six, bill $1.6 billion total in assets just among those. So, oh, there's more.
1: As they do not, in fact, prove that Bitfinex is solvent. Besides even the platform, just critics have not denied that Bifinex has significant crypto assets under its control. Rather, they have raised concerns over its fiat banking arrangements and specifically the enduring question of whether the billion dollars of tethers in circulation are backed by dollar deposits. Also, if if they've got 2.8 in circulation and 1.6 in the bank, that doesn't necessarily prove insolvency.
0: Yeah, but that's just in those big. That's just in those currencies. We don't know how much Bitcoin cash they have, which is probably like a lot. We don't know how much of the other currencies they have either. That's just in those. Litecoin wasn't on that list. Mm. Uh, Ethereum, Ca- Ethereum Classic wasn't on that list. There's a lot. The, the exchanges are worth a lot. Yeah,
1: but they're supposed to have U.S. dollars, not crypto.
0: Yeah, they're
1: supposed to have 2.8 billion dollars in
0: U.S. Do they have that? That's the uh, question.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Here's an what interesting do you think? closing remark. I'll, I'll get to I'll get to that. Running a top twenty cryptocurrency exchange, especially one that has been established for as long as Bifanex, ought to be a very profitable enterprise. Questions still remain over Tether. However, to date, no journalist has managed to unearth evidence of a customer depositing or withdrawing fiat currency in return for USDT. Until such a time, the rumor mill will continue to thrive. Yeah, I mean, um, to me, it's, it's no different than the way banking currently exists. Like, they take all your money, and they do stuff with it behind the scenes. Like, with this... No no one's trading out their tether for dollars. They're just using tether to peg their value while they trade uh, at high volume. So, we're never going to know. And we probably never will. If everybody that has tether all at once was like, you know what, fuck tether, I'm going back into U.S. dollars, then we would have a different story and, you know, we probably could, they, you know, they probably don't have enough dollars to back up two point two twenty billion dollars is no Trump change, you know. So. Um, but then again, no one's no one's cashing out their tether. So. Uh, Do you know anybody that actually is holding like tether? We were for. For a moment, Our, we had a bot, a traded Litecoin against Tether. Uh huh. And we had a bunch of Tether at one point. And then we yeah. stopped that. Once we heard of all this stuff, we stopped that. I, I like to be very far from controversy. And this was like mid last year, I think, or beginning of fall last year, where, where all these insolvency claims. We were coming with Tether, and it seemed kind of scam and I don't like to be anywhere near scams. So, you know, I was like, we're going to stop that bot. I don't want nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. So. Mm. And the last article from last weekend. We can move on to Monday. The last article. Good Money's Master Plan. A stealth bid to get celebrities promoting crypto. Oh, this could've went on. So this is written by Brady Dale. That's a hell of a name. You know what I mean? Brady Dale. Yeah. So uh, Maybe it's a fake name. It's a pen name. Mm-hmm. So there's a note here that says on October eighth, this was edited. Uh and it contains a additional comment. It contains an additional comment from Good Money. Can flat abs gurus and money bloggers sell the masses on crypto? That seems to be the master plan behind a much-hyped stealth startup by Gunner Lovelace. Gunner Lovelace. What the hell kind of name is that? There's no way that's real. Would you be happy or sad with yourself if your name were Gunner Lovelace?
1: Hmm. It sounds Swedish, right?
0: Gunnar is that Gunnar? I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. I think it's Gunnar. Gunnar Lovelace. That sounds like a romance. It sounds like Gunnar Lovelace stands on the top of mountains with his button up shirt unbuttoned and glistening chest. Anyways. The former co founder of Thrive Market is oh wow, he's a He's the co-founder of the Thrive Market. I'm not surprised there at all. Not even a little bit. Uh, He plans to redeploy a network of mega bloggers. I'm getting really tired of this article. Quickly. What the fuck is a mega blogger?
1: A person with, like,
0: millions of followers on their blog? I mean, it's intuitive, but... (laughs) (laughs) it's just in quotations that okay anyways he's built up promoting the health marketplace by turning its legion of fitness fans onto crypto but if lovelace is open to touting a network of celebrities that includes movie stars love coaches life sorry life coaches cookbook authors, and YouTube frontman Bono. This company has been anything but public since its 2018 funding. Not only does its website contain virtually no information, but talk of the project has only so far seemed to circulate around secret parties strategically placed at major crypto events. So it says, Good Money is a millennial mobile-first banking platform. With a fiat to crypto interoperability that empowers mobile citizens to be part of a more equitable and transparent world. <laughs> what the hell? They raised twenty million dollars in the ICO. I don't know what this is. It's like cash out. Oh shit, Zoe Saldana! This is the thing she was pumping. Oh, key influencers. Should Good Money continue to raise capital? It appears this plan is to rely heavily on an aggressive social media strat. The documents explain that influencers were key to Thrive Market's ability to attract millennial customers, arguing it was mega bloggers who became investors in Thrive. Okay, several internet personalities can be seen throughout companies. Zoe Saldana is not an internet personality. She's just a person. How dare they? Oh, there's a person on their team called Wellness Mama. Check her out. Anyways, a uh, huge mega blogging thing is making a cryptocurrency, and that that's that's what that's about. Thank you, Brady Dale.
1: Mike Geary, com, Michelle Tam, paleo cookbook author. Jillian Michaels? Wait, what?
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. They got
1: some power names. Deepak Chopra. Tony Robbins. John Legends. John Legend. Why did they say Legends?
0: Damn. Yeah, man. They got some power names. <laughs> it's funny.
1: <laughs> oh, man. This we have only made
0: it is... to Monday scummy is it scummy what, what makes it scummy oh doesn't feel good does it feel right
1: I mean how easily celebrities take money for for monetizing their following? To show you how little they know about the actual product that they're trying to endorse.
0: Yeah, I just thought it was ironic that Zoe Saldana is promoting a crypto when I've spent three years promoting her. <laughs> uh maybe not. Maybe ironic's not the word. You know. Do you
1: feel betrayed?
0: A little bit. a little bit bit. it feels like hey you know if if your first avenue to crypto wasn't me after all this time i spent talking about you without you knowing then i'm a little bit taken aback you know it's a bit much it's like the girl you were crushing on (laughs) started dating
1: somebody else
0: well i mean (laughs) i mean it kind of is like that yes (laughs) You're right. It kind of is like that. But, you know, I just thought we had more. That's all. I know. I'm sorry. Mm. She was just a gold digger. <laughs> That's why her ass got tossed off a cliff. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> um. It's your turn, Oh, oh man. I saw Venom was really good you saw venom oh I saw yeah. venom too it's aggressively average it's not very good at all wait did you it would have been better
1: if it was it would have been better if it was like super rated R like yeah. deadpool damage instead of like yeah PG 13 just like let 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 the actors go wild would have
0: been yeah cool. yeah I agree there I thought it was just very okay
1: I like the I like the uh, the CGI. It was it was nice. It was well done.
0: Well, it's hard to do bad CGI nowadays. Says a guy who's never done any in his life.
1: Yeah, I've never done any in my life, but I've seen so many, so much shitty. Like, there's gonna be the new Dragon Ball movie, right? Like, that's gonna huh? be shitty. You know, that's gonna be shitty. Are
0: they they release really okay. Dragon Ball movies on the low because they know nobody will watch them.
1: I don't know, like a new live-action one, right? Mm-hmm. Like you remember the last one? What was it like? Dragon Ball, in like two
0: thousand nine. Yeah, that one was fucking awful. Like
1: that white dude. Yeah, I know it was. It's terrible. Um. Yeah, I just want something better than that. The Venom CGI <laughs> as a baseline. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's start off with Monday's headlines. Let's move through this. All right, Monday's first headline is brought to us uh, from Joseph Young at Cointelegraph. The article begins with, how big four auditors delve into blockchain? PWC, Deloitte, EY, and KPMG approaches compared. Wow, dude,
0: this is like a...
1: All right. This is this is not going to be like a fun one to dig into. uh um,
0: I set you up, yo. Um, yeah, I know you did. Yeah, you're on the wrong article, but let's just roll with this. This is an analysis article. Analysis article. So it's it's. it's oh, deep.
1: you're right. You're right. You're right. No, no. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip that. I
0: think that was a Tuesday. You're right. I'm gonna read Tuesday in this already. one, and then maybe we can. I no, can that's Monday. You. What? We need to get it together. It, here. We're we're it was... It was...
1: Binance to, wait, yeah, so the first article for Monday is Binance to disclose crypto listing fees, donate 100% to charity. This is brought to you by Coindesk from Wolfie Zhao. It's got 308 retweets and one Reddit share. Binance, currently the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange by trading volume, has announced that it will now disclose all cryptocurrency listing fees and donate the funds to charity. According to a company blog post published Monday, token projects seeking to be listed on the exchange will continue to be allowed to propose their own listing fees. The change will neither dictate such fees nor impose a minimum pricing level, the post indicates. Notably, Binance said it will donate 100% of listing fees to its recently launched charity division, the Blockchain Charity Foundation. In an email to Coindesk, the exchange added that all the listing fees that are now effectively Donations will be published to the, uh, on the foundation's website, in a move to increase transparency in the listing process. Binance CEO Changpeng Zhao stated in the post, and the donation amount is down that the donation amount is down to the projects themselves, and the size does not quote guarantee or in any way influence the outcome of the exchange's listing review process. Hmm. Huh. The exchanges. <coughs> the exchanges charity arm was launched in July to put at least some of its billions of dollars in profits into initi- uh, in, into charity initiatives. The foundation is chaired by Helen High, a goodwill ambassador for the United Nations Industrial Development Organization. Nice. Interesting.
0: It's a nice little Michael Jackson story here for Binance. Like a little, I like, heal the world. <laughs> Make it a better place. You. you never sing along with me when I try to sing I, these things.
1: I don't, because I definitely don't know that song.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Your songs okay. are from like thirty years ago or twenty something years ago, and I was barely alive then. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. I mean, if you say, I mean, yeah, I mean. Yeah,
1: All right. What about right.
0: the Black Eyed Peas one? Or like. People killing, people dying, people hurting, people crying. And then you <laughs> practice what you preach. And you, hit, Would you what turn is the fo- other cheek. Yeah, and you turn the other. Uh, where is Father, the love? No, no, Father, Father, help us. Remember? We need some Father, guidance Father. From, above. from above. Yeah. people got me questioning. Where is the love? There it
1: is. Yep. There you go. I've sung along. I helped you.
0: Thanks, man. I appreciate it.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: the article
1: crypto projects are right now could pay anywhere between one to three million dollars. Um, looks like to get listed on major trading platforms. So, that's pretty, that's a pretty hefty listing fee.
0: Damn. Damn. In August, a crypto
1: project CEO claimed on Twitter that Binance had quoted 400 Bitcoin in an email as a fee for listing the firm's asset in August. But Zhao later denied the claim, saying Binance never quoted fees via email. He went on to state, "At the time, we quote we don't list shitcoins, even if they pay 400 or 4,000 BTC. Question is not question is not how much does Binance charge to list." but is my coin good enough? Yeah, that's some shit. That's a lie. But Mm -hmm. okay, we'll we'll go along with that.
0: (laughs) We don't just take money if people are throwing it at us. Yeah, right. Fucking liar. All right. (laughs) Next article. All right, so this is the long analysis about how the uh,
1: different approaches of the big four auditors um, differ. So let's look at Let's look at uh, Deloitte first. There's a quote from Deloitte in a blockchain survey in 2018, published August 27th. The quote is, ultimately, blockchain is more of a business model enabler than a technology for legacy organizations. Okay. A business model enabler than a technology. This is what I was talking about, like, where crypto just, like blockchain as a buzzword gets hijacked and then gets absorbed and it is something completely different in business and the consumers don't actually get the the benefits of an actually decentralized platform.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So anyway, so for legacy organizations, we're starting to see a change in approach toward blockchain executives. in these organizations are moving away from the pure, plat- pure platform view of what is it? Let's find a use case toward development of more sensible, pragmatic business ecosystem disruption. So that's a quote from Deloitte
0: Price Waterhouse Cooper Should we get their quote? Yeah, should we just get the quotes and then keep it moving?
1: That's what I'm going to try and do
0: okay uh, Price Waterhouse Cooper has a bunch of quotes though. So.
1: Yeah, here. So Raymond Chow, Pricewater Cooper, Asia Pacific and Greater China chairman said at the time, quote, we are glad to establish a deeper relationship with V-Chain, which aims to build a trusted and distributed business ecosystem to help address longstanding challenges in supply chain management, food trust, and this is some booty, anti-counterfeiting areas. V-Chain's mission aligns with Pricewater Cooper's purpose of solving important problems and building trust in society. And then there's another quote um, from.
0: It sounds to me like they're just saying things to say, like, yeah, we do blockchain. We're totally in the club.
1: Yeah, it's like we do blockchain. That makes our business look better. Invest in us. We're, We're cool. We're the new cool kids. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We got blocks and chains. We got blockchains. We got blocks of blocks of chains.
1: Oh, here we, you go. We this be is... locking.
0: We be chaining.
1: So Deloitte, the uh, this is these are the headers for each of the four um, auditing firms. Deloitte is focusing on the technical development and implementation of blockchain technology. Uh, Ernst and Young is building tools to help companies identify risks in the blockchain. KPMG is auditing, taxing, and analyzing blockchain integration. And. Where's the fourth one at? Uh, Pricewater Deloitte. Cooper investment in VeChain 1000 staff in the blockchain targeting the Swiss banking space. So Pricewater Cooper is going ham into uh, into investment, not necessarily mm-hmm. like the financial investments in that. Mm. They're Deloitte's, trying to
0: dip their toe, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, they're all trying to just come up with bullshit Dip the
0: towel.
1: All right. <clears throat> All right, let's go on to the last article. article Monday. IBM launches blockchain food tracking network, joined by retail giant. Ooh, this is a biggie. article is written by Anna Berman with 10,232 total views and 428 total shares. US tech giant IBM has officially launched its blockchain based food tracking network, Food Trust. After 18 months of testing. The company revealed in a press release Monday, October 8. In the same announcement, the corporation revealed that another major food retailer, is it called Care 4? Because it's got two Rs and that's typically not Care.
0: It's Care.
1: Care <laughs> 4 mm-hmm. is joining their ecosystem. The yes. France-based company that operates more than 12,000 stores in 33 countries will first test blockchain in, on their own stores. As IBM's press release reports by 2022, Carrefour 4 is planning to expand blockchain to all of its brands around the world. IBM Food Trust was first announced back in 2016 as a blockchain solution that would connect different parties in the food industry. During the trial period which started August 2017, the company parter- partnered with Nestle, uh, Dole mm. Food, Driscoll's, Golden State Foods, Kroger, McCormick, McLean, Tyson Foods, and Unilever. According to IBM, during its testing period, that retails retailers and suppliers use the Food Trust blockchain to track quote, millions of individual food products. U.S. retail corporation Walmart was one of the first to uh, companies. Well, they spelled All right. One of the first two companies to join IBM and experimenting in the area back in 2016, using blockchain to identify and remove recalled foods that customers had complained about. Just last month, Walmart announced it would be asking leafy green suppliers to implement a farm to store dragging system based on IBM's food trust system. Mm-hmm. For IBM, the food industry is only one of many forays into blockchain tech. The U.S. corporation shares first. That's why place I picked this article. With Chinese e commerce corporation Alibaba.
0: Um, yeah, I picked this article because um, this is what Walmart demanded. Like, and that to me, that's kind of a big deal. Walmart, like, like a month ago, said, Hey, our suppliers, you got a, a year to start implementing blockchain because we're getting tired of paying the cost of not knowing where this food comes from. And then we have to recall all this damn spinach and we can't figure it out and take it all off the shelves. And then we got shut down. Like you're fucking us, man. You're fucking us. So they give him a year to implement blockchain. So I guess for provenance standards with their food suppliers. Right. So neat shit. All right. Tuesday. Yeah. Speaking of neat shit, we're going to go on a Tuesday's articles and Tuesday's Tuesday's first
1: article. Is the same as Monday's last article. Wait a second. Yeah,
0: I see that. I see that. Um, Did we mess something up here? We're professionals. I didn't do Tuesday. Did you do Tuesday on accident? I didn't.
1: Did not do Tuesday. night.
0: IBM launches, IBM launches. You know what? We're just gonna keep it moving. Here I'll, here, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you a new one here. No, no, no. no. I'm good to go. Good oh, to go. there, there. It's cool. It's cool. We're totes professional. Okay, fine. You can just. You could just keep it going. <laughs> Uh, first major Bitcoin cash ICO raises $30 million in record time. So this is new. Uh, blockchain firm and mining pool VIA BTC finished the first high-value initial coin offering using the Wormhole Protocol on Bitcoin cash chain. According to exchange data, the VIA BTC token ICO raised $3,700 per second, capturing a total of $30 million in 2.2 hours. So ICOs... Are still there. The firm via BTC had recently launched a new token called the Via BTC token. Uh, using the wormhole protocol, the company refers to vi- Viat as a value-added service and privilege token that can be used as gas or method of value transfer. When Viat was issued on the Wormhole network, a fixed supply of two billion tokens was set by the developers. On Monday, Viat BTC raised $30 million during the first major ICO issued on top of the Bitcoin Cash uh, blockchain. Then on October 9th, CoinEx users who trade the Viat token will receive an airdrop of the firm's stash of CET tokens. Interesting. So they're doing ICOs on Bitcoin Cash now. And they're going to be doing ICOs on Bitcoin too. So ICOs, ICOs, ICOs. Never going away Never So Yeah Uh, Next article And then we can jump on to Wednesday This next article uh, Mastercard wins a patent for blockchain to store multiple transaction types So this is kind of neat Mastercard which was shitting all over all things crypto Now seems to be turning a new leaf This article is written by Nicholas Day uh, it has, I don't know, the numbers don't pop up on my browser for some reason.
1: 522 retweets and one Reddit share.
0: I should look into that. That's been happening for like a month now. Oh, there they go. They're just slow. Interesting. MasterCard has won a patent for a proposed system that would allow for the launch of different kinds of blockchains, including those that support multiple currencies. Published Tuesday by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the patent explains that a group, of com- a group or a company may need to store different types of transaction information on a single platform, something that's currently difficult to do on a single blockchain. To counter this issue, Mastercard describes how specific block generation methods for permission blockchain can ensure that different blocks store different types of information. What do you think? I don't know. This is Mastercard, man. Here's a quote. There's a need for a technological solution to provide a partition blockchain that is capable of storing multiple transaction formats and types in a single blockchain, reducing the computing resources and processing power required for deployment and operation of the blockchain, while also providing for enhanced usage of permissions for permissioned blockchains. Interesting. Well... MasterCard's getting into the blockchain game. They're trying to make it so that all blockchains talk to each other. Or, sorry, all blockchains talk to their blockchain. Neat, man. I have no clue how this industry is going to end up. There's so many players in it now that we're not in it like years ago. It's just it's just fascinating now. There's names like PricewaterhouseCooper, Deloitte, MasterCard, Ernst & Young, Walmart. IBM, like all these fucking names that were basically shitting on all things crypto less than three years ago are now all in it to win it, it seems. Mm. It's your go, though, man. Wednesday has arrived.
1: Coindesk. Coindesk article for Wednesday begins with Coinbase Confident Japanese Crypto Exchange License uh, license Arriving in 2019. This article is written by Wolfie Zhao with 264 retweets and 4 Reddit shares. The senior executive of the US-based crypto exchange Coinbase has said he is confident the firm will receive an operating license in Japan next year, even while regulators in the country are stepping up scrutiny of crypto exchanges. Mike Limpres- Chief policy op, uh, officer of Coinbase said that the process of getting a license is, quote, going well with the financial services agency. Nikkei Asian Review reported Wednesday. He added that the company is, quote, committed to getting it done, which will certainly be in 2019. The company announced its plan to enter the Japanese market in 2016 and appointed former Morgan Stanley J- uh, Japan staffer, now, now. Kitazawa to head its local office in June. As CoinDesk reported last month, Lempres has moved on from his previous role as the chief legal officer for the exchange and now works on government affairs. He said that security is currently the top concern at the FSA, which regulates Japan's financial markets, following two major crypto exchange hacks in the nation this year, Coincheck in January and Zaif in September. FSA has not issued, not yet issued, any crypto exchange licenses so far this year, despite having reviewed sixteen applications. Meanwhile, more than one hundred sixty firms, including public companies, are planning to apply for exchange licenses, as CoinDesk has reported. Still, Lempras claims that the watchdog's toughened stance would actually work in Coinbase's favor, since the exchange stores ninety nine percent of its funds offline in cold wallets that are not connected to the internet making a significant cyber attack far less likely Mm -hmm. the uh quote the japanese government is focused more focused on security he was quoted as saying adding that is good for us the main issue now he added is whether coinbase will be required by the fsa to duplicate its system its u.s system inside japan that approach would help the fsa monitor transactions but could raise the possibility of a hack lemprez warned quote we have built, we have everything built to protect our storage in the US. It would be hard for us to duplicate what we do in the US today, in Japan and other countries, he said. Mm.
0: Coinbase is the new crypto bank. They're going to be like the bank of the world. (laughs) At least that's what they're trying to be, but not saying that they're trying to be that because they use different words like custodial services.
1: (laughs) Blockstream. So the next article for Wednesday was written by Molly Jane Zuckerman on Cointelegraph. Blockstream's liquid sidechain solution for Bitcoin network goes live. Four thousand five hundred ninety-nine total views and three hundred nine total shares. The liquid network sidechain for BTC for the for the BTC blockchain went live on September twenty seven, according to an October ten post from Blockstream. <clears throat>
0: Oops, blockchain
1: is a blockchain development company founded in 2014 with Samson Mao as its CSO the Liquid Network project first announced in 2015 was then launched by Mo, uh, or Mao and Joseph Weinberg of Paycase in 2017 in order to allow for better liquidity between Bitcoin exchanges and brokers so this is basically just a, an announcement
0: All yeah right. I mean the Liquid. we've been waiting on sidechain stuff for a very long time, you know. Yeah. And it just seems to me like that's the logical, the most logical way to scale up is by providing uh, immutable, uh, decentralized ways to uh, do things off-chain, right? So, so a side chain is a bunch of transactions happening off-chain, and then when they settle back to the main chain, you can see the new state of what took place in the side chain, you know, so.
1: So the blog post, in the, in the article it says that the blog post explains that Liquid aims, uh, aims to allow for faster transactions with Bitcoin between businesses and individuals with the use of its features. And then it goes on to say these include a native Liquid Bitcoin L-BTC asset backed by a, quote, two-way peg to Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a side chain with its own native currency?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that? I've never seen that. Okay. Huh.
0: A native liquid Bitcoin LBTC yeah. asset backed by a two-way peg to Bitcoin issued assets bringing the Bitcoin-like features to traditional assets. What are Bitcoin like features? I don't know, man. <laughs> I think if there were like board meetings and me and you were in the board meetings, it would just go nowhere because we'd be like, what is that bullshit that you're saying? They're what like, what's a come bitcoin up with this
1: like phrase? Huh? They're, they're, they're probably like, let's come up with like some, some way to obscure like. Us doing actually nothing, but we're gonna use chains or we're actually gonna use like a centralized blockchain, and then pretend that we're packing it to Bitcoin, and then what do what should we call it? Like, how do we how do we
0: sell this bullshit?
1: It's really it's like it's packaging
0: shit. Let's say it has Bitcoin-like features.
1: Like what moves? Like the the the, the software is called. Liquid, let's call it liquid BTC. Like,
0: <laughs> we get fired. That's for sure. We get the uh, guy that gets yeah. thrown out, tossed out the window, because we would say like, "Come on, guys, <laughs> come on. This is come on. We know this is bullshit, right? Like, just say it's a side chain and say how it works. We don't need any fancy. This would be a rule of thumb at my company. If you have to put quotations around it." then we're not going to do it, okay? If they're writing about what we do and they put quotations around it, we're not going to do it. Bitcoin-like features has quotations around it. Two-Way Peg has quotations around it. It's like, okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) If it has quotations around it, we're not going to do it. So if I read it, huh?
1: Yeah, okay, yeah. Just continue i don't know shitting on something i don't understand (laughs) because the way that they describe it is in a way i don't understand yeah okay because it sounds like bullshit like let's bring bitcoin like features to traditional assets like that just sounds like so much shit contained like (laughs) contain
0: so much contained
1: shit Like, Let's pressurize this shit to get it really compact. Alright, Bitcoin-like features. Two traditional assets. (laughs) I'm pretty sure we
0: can swing that. I don't even know what that means. Okay, so let's take a traditional asset and try and Bitcoin it.
1: You can't. This is not Bitcoin. (laughs)
0: Um, Okay, here's a traditional asset. Um, A bar of gold okay um okay if we zap it with this liquid bitcoin it'll turn into ones and zeros and it's bitcoined and
1: Seems now it has that's, huh that's the problem like you can't like that this is the bullshit right like there's no way that this isn't bullshit you know it's bullshit you can't digitize gold you can't digitize a physical asset like a gold bar
0: have you ever anything. seen um I don't know. There was maybe we just maybe
1: we just don't understand. Maybe
0: That could be it. That could be it. We could just be talking mouths and we like, oh, we don't know what it's like. You can you can Bitcoin anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like, it's like like uh getting your clothes dry cleaned. You know? You drop off some real world shit, digitize that shit, <laughs> throw it on a blockchain. Give it Bitcoin-like features, baby. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like going to the grocery store. You put all of your traditional assets on the conveyor belt. Somebody Uh scans it, it gets digitized, and then you have a number. And you pay the number in liquid Bitcoin, and all of a sudden, you have these digitized assets ready to go, baby. And a nice digital package. And you can send it wherever you want. Here's what I don't get, though. And then okay. we'll move on. Say I have a bar of gold. And I give it Bitcoin-like features. And I send those Bitcoin-like features over to Japan.
1: Let's define. What are Bitcoin-like features?
0: You're you're overthinking it. Just accept it. Oh, okay. It. Just accept <laughs> it. Yeah. You've just... <laughs> Just just accept it, okay? And I'm sending okay. my Bitcoin-like features over to Japan, where I am not, nor is the bar of gold. <laughs> what does the person in Japan have, except for Bitcoin-like features?
1: They have liquid Bitcoin, and you still have your bar of gold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe we're not understanding. Maybe we've done these headlines so much, like we're at a point now where we're foggy.
1: No, it's Where like it it's like it's it's like it's like you take something that has no value and it's called liquid Bitcoin, and you pretend to peg it to a physical, traditional asset like gold, and then you pretend that me sending you like a hundred liquid Bitcoin is equivalent to this bar of gold, and you have to pretend to like it as much as you would have wanted this bar of gold, which you're still not getting. So, you're like, it's like credit. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a system on top of a.
0: I like oh. how you add you have to pretend to like it. Like, <laughs> Ooh, I love these Bitcoin like features. But I sure would have liked the bar of gold more. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, can you give this Snickers bar Bitcoin like features for me, please? Because I need to send it somewhere. <laughs> Somebody. up the
1: ass of whoever came up with this phrase. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Bitcoin like features, baby. Okay, we need to get off this one. Uh okay. hold up. Audience, we just want to let you know that we'll be giving this episode Bitcoin like features. Um <laughs> and you, <laughs> you <laughs> can send it anywhere, baby. <laughs> oh. Okay. God.
1: Okay, okay. So the last article for Wednesday. Uh Anna Alexander, Cointelegraph, research. $20 billion raised through ICOs since 2017. So that was just kind of giving you a, a number to think about how much money was dumped into the uh, ecosystem. 3,040 total views and 170 total shares. Um, ICOs raised $20 billion since the start of 2017. That's $20 billion USD per the study twelve billion has been raised through ICOs in the course of twenty eighteen. Well last year they were uh last year they raised seven billion dollars. Um the ICOs of blockchain protocol, EO, uh EOS and messaging app Telegram are responsible for almost half of all ICO funds in twenty uh twenty eighteen at four point two billion dollars and one point seven billion dollars respectively. I didn't know Telegram raised that much money. Mm. Yeah, okay. Um, Though over 300 crypto funds had been launched to invest in crypto assets, a vast majority of funds are concentrated within a small minority of organizations, according to Autonomous. Autonomous is a financial research firm. Um, The research notes that ICOs are often exposed to frauds and scams, fraud and scams, which form 20% of project white papers while phishing and hacking are responsible for stealing fifteen percent of all crypto assets, but Jesus, market capitalization. So it's like between between the frauds and the scams, and then the hacks. Mm-hmm.
0: There's only like
1: there's only like what sixty five percent remaining. Mm-hmm. More than fifty percent of ICOs have failed to raise funds and subsequently have closed. And you could just lose everything. Wow. But yeah. Statistically, it's not very successful.
0: Nothing, excuse me. Statistically, when we're talking about business, like 99% of businesses fail. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. So the mm-hmm. ICO market is going to be the same, right? I mean, think about how much shit starts and just never sees. Think about how many Indiegogo things that you saw that are like, oh, that looks really cool, and then never gets off the ground. Like, there's one that I saw many moons ago with, like, solar roads that, you know, they they could soak up the sun during the day and then light up at night and stuff. And I was like, whoa, smart roads. That's kind of cool. Never got off the ground. Right? Um, that's the nature of all things. The thing about ICOs that sucks is that a lot of them are scammy. Right? Hmm. So that's what also sucks as well, is that not only could you be putting your as a retail investor, you could be putting your money into a shitty business, but you could also just be putting it into a non-existent one, too.
1: I've never been to Indiegogo and I'm right there right now.
0: (laughs) What are you seeing? A bunch of shit that's going to fail. Cool shit mind you some people have some brilliant ideas but a lot of it's about timing and 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 some of these ICOs they missed the timing boat and they did true. a lot of a lot of them did not miss that boat status golem uh brave uh you know they they got in on the ICO thing cuz they knew what it could be and then a bunch of people were like holy shit people are raising millions of dollars to make LeBron James token You know, so, anyways, that's my spiel. Let's Uh, move on. Just spiel. Thursday? Yep, Thursday. It's all you. EOS's grand governance experiment has a new enemy China's great firewall. (laughs) Ha ha ha. This has 147 Tweety Birds and one Reddit number. This is the David Floyd special. Distributed through it may be distributed though it may be, the EOS community has fought hard to remain united. As of June, two rival groups were briefly in competition to launch the official EOS blockchain or Mainnet using code released by a company uh, behind protocol block one. The standoff was resolved, and the EOS community launched a unified network later that month. However, in the time since, another rift has emerged, an east-to-west divide being made worse by a language barrier between Mandarin and English-speaking members, as well as differences in internet availability. Namely, Chinese internet controls, commonly known as the Great Firewall, make it difficult for those in China and the West to converse using the same platforms western eos enthusiasts mostly gather on telegram while wechat dominates in china this is basic human level shit like we can't talk- very interesting we can't talk to each other so it's not going to work that's basically what this whole article is interesting well Chinese EOS supporters and what and English EOS supporters can't talk to each other, so EOS doesn't seem like it's working very well. Which is very funny because Bitcoin doesn't require people to really talk to each other at all. They just run the software. Interesting. Okay, next article. EOS looks like it might be kind of not doing too hot, but all the stuff is kind of not doing too hot, so. You put something on here about Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Oh yeah. Here it is. See Edward Kelso. Guy's got the best name in showbiz, baby. Uh, Facebook purge continues. Wait, wait.
1: You skipped. You skipped uh, Coinbase. I
0: the did.
1: article, second article on Thursday. Oh yeah, I did. We're professionals.
0: <laughs> coinbase launches the first erc twin token on its platform so after announcing they were going to start releasing more tokens the first one they chose was zero x which is the protocol that allows you to build decentralized exchanges uh, among the other things Leading U.S. cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase has started listing 0x ZRX token, according to an announcement published October 11th. The move marks the first time Coinbase has added support for an ERC-20 token. ERC-20 tokens are, are developed and used solely on the Ethereum platform, where ERC stands for Ethereum Request for Comment, and 20 is the number assigned to this request. It makes the creation new tokens extremely easy, which is why ETH became popular with crowdfunding campaigns, working on initial coin offerings. Per the announcement, Coinbase has launched support for ZRX on its professional platform, Coinbase Pro. ZRX trading will be available in most jurisdictions except the state of New York. Ha! During its initial launch stage, Coinbase has divided the launch into four independent stages for each new trading pair. ZRX, USD, Euro, BTC, and British Pound. No ETH. Interesting. And they saw an immediate 15% jump when that happened. The Coinbase bump, baby. I can't wait till some of my tokens get on Coinbase. It's going to be dope. And for the last article of Thursday, the Facebook purge continues. 559 pages, 251 accounts removed ahead of U.S. elections. Um, Facebook's Nathaniel Gletcher, head of cybersecurity, Policity. Policity? Did I just say Policity? (laughs) Head of cybersecurity, (laughs) Policity. And Oscar Rodriguez, the product manager, announced that today we're removing 559 pages. Two hundred fifty-one accounts. It is another decision to purge the world's largest social media site of political speech, and it must—it just might be a final catalyst for mass adoption of an on-chain censorship-resistant platform. For example, within the Bitcoin Cash network. So, oh, this is an ad for Bitcoin Cash for Bitcoin.com. Oh, my bad.
1: Oh. I thought it was a cool article. <laughs> Here's the no, thing. It says news. There's no. There's no. There's no, yeah.
0: Sorry. That that that. could be me jumping to conclusions. Let's keep going. Facebook purges. Let me see. Nicholas Burnaby, the founder of popular alternative news. Wait, this has nothing to
1: do with crypto. I thought it had somewhere to tie in.
0: The only Uh... tie in is like, the only tie in I see is like, you should be building your social media website on top of Bitcoin Cash because it's censorship-resistant is bitcoin not censorship-resistant
1: see yeah it says bitcoin block bitcoin cash blockchain called memo yeah it's just it's like yeah you're right
0: could this trigger more on-chain Bitcoin cash social media platform adoption? Question this is number? like one
1: of those this is like one of those appeal to alt-right hype, fear, cycle Pepe Silvia Bitcoin Cash
0: blogs. <laughs> Pepe Silvia. All right, we're good. Yeah, that's it, guys. That's it for the headlines this week. Um yeah, it seems like this bear market's kind of coming to a slow wind down, but the the sideways movement at the bottom of it is probably more painful than the downward movement. So I hope you guys are in it for the long haul. When it comes to a price standpoint, uh, from when it comes to a technology and development standpoint, there's some exciting stuff coming around the corner. With uh, what did you just send me there, Jesse? What is that? <laughs> I was on Indiegogo, and
1: there's this this thing called the Plexus Wheel, and it's literally like like a band, like a stiff band that looks like a tire, and you just roll on it. Like one of those foam rollers, except sturdier rubber, and it's like almost $2 million raised.
0: Oh, I've seen these
1: things. Have you? Yeah. they, They look comfortable. I kind of want to try one, but I kind of feel like... Well,
0: give money to their Indiegogo campaign.
1: It's expensive for a piece of plastic. I can make one myself. Well, I couldn't. But I, th- <laughs> I want to think that
0: I could. I feel like you could if you had the tools. Like, you're just making a plastic ring and putting some foam on it, it seems.
1: I mean, I've yeah, you can buy the bottles of, like... Uh, like um, Different types of plastic, like rubbers. Like,
0: oh shit, probably the kind that they totally. have. There and just fix it. Just get a big ass PVC pipe, cut it, and then put some rubber <laughs> on the outside of it. And there you go.
1: I wonder if I could like do the same thing and call it like the plexus wheel.
0: No, I'll call it the with, nexus wheel with
1: Bitcoin like features. <laughs> <laughs> Comes
0: full circle, I love it. Comes
1: full, yeah. Comes full circle, and then it's like
0: it's a circle. <laughs> <laughs> the Plexus wheel with Bitcoin-like features. That's right. Oh man, I'm gonna start. With, if I ever make products, that's what it's gonna say on the sticker. This product has Bitcoin-like features. Like it could be a wallet. It could just be like a leather wallet. This product has Bitcoin-like features, <laughs> just to see if it sells. You know, like uh, let's. What about caramel popcorn? The bag, if a bag of par- caramel popcorn had a little yellow sticker on it that said, "This has Bitcoin-like features," I might buy it. Yeah, I'm I, not know lying.
1: I might buy it too.
0: If I went to the liquor store and like a nice bottle of uh, cachaça said uh. This 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 Kasasha has Bitcoin like features. I might buy it.
1: <laughs> if you scroll down on the Indiegogo page, like to the to the halfway mark, you see like different like gifs where people are like rolling the the plexus wheel like on their neck or on their back. And it looks dumb, like what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Like she just, she literally puts it underneath her shin and doesn't move.
0: Jesse, can you please go buy some PVC pipe and just like put some like hot glue some rubber on the outside of it? I kind
1: of want to. Let me let me see if I can find that. Yeah.
0: And then put up an IndieGoGo campaign and call it the Nexus Wheel, and like say like, oh, this is the best shit since the Plexus Wheel.
1: No, seriously, I could actually do that. I'll do that. It's only like what, like twenty or thirty dollars for the actual rubber polymer. Oh, I can make it. I, I, I could, I could cast it real fast and then find like PVC and like have like a shitty version of, of this, just for fun. Dude, would you? Do, would you help just, me?
0: Just do it for funsies. How can yeah, I? Help yeah, you? yeah, I'm yeah. not physically no, around. No, you.
1: help me make these gifs, like these, like these images. Like, I think, think I could do that.
0: Like we just take a bunch of pictures and then yeah, yeah, yeah I can yeah. make these.
1: We just need to like plagiarize their whole description.
0: Yeah, not plagiarize, but. Uh,
1: yeah, we it? need to copy word with of,
0: improvements. We need to iterate. <laughs> iterate. Yeah, iterate on their idea, which is literally just PVC pipe with rubber on the outside <laughs> Well, Well, shit. What if they have a patent? Then we're fucked.
1: Why are we fucked? We're, ours is different.
0: What do you mean it's different? There's literally just PVC they pipe made- with rubber.
1: They made that. I'm making my own.
0: Oh, is that how it works? Called of <laughs> We've got a patent. We understand your patent, but you made your thing, and we're making your thing, but we made it. so it's <laughs> <laughs> <You're right. laughs>
1: exactly. That should be okay. We could defend that in court.
0: let's just, you know what we should do. The project owner here, his name is Tate Stock. What we should yeah. do is just email him a picture of our PVC pipe <laughs> with a rubber on it, and say we're coming for you, Tate. <laughs> we're coming for you.
1: Um, I'm actually I'm actually interested in doing this just for fun. <laughs> I actually have like minor back pain, and I would love to make make this without having to spend a <laughs> hundred like, something dollars on this stupid wheel.
0: We should wrap this up because I don't think anybody cares about our grand idea to to submarine the Plexus Will organization <laughs> with the Nexus Will with Bitcoin like features. So <laughs> and we should wrap out. this up. Yeah. All right. Hey guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of uh Just the Headers. Please check out that Crypto Invest Summit uh that we mentioned at the top of the show. Um also watch the Mexican Filipino. That is Jesse himself on Twitch, doing Twitch-like things. Um, catch the new season of the Ozark on uh, of, of Ozark on uh, Netflix. If you don't know what that is, then you're missing out on life itself. Um, A Quiet Place came out on DVD about two months back. You might want to check that out. Um, Zoe Saldana. I'm severely disappointed in you. Um, what else you got going? You want to make any announcements?
1: Mm, nope. Do you tell them nope. about
0: your pilgrimage?
1: What pilgrimage? Oh, I mean, eh. Okay, it's okay. I'll put pictures. How about that? Yeah,
0: in the black. Just be like, I'm still walking. Jesse's going on a pilgrimage. Who does that in 2018? Jesse does. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, thanks for listening. Boo